Hey ho, what do you know? The Lansdowne boys are back for another show. As always, I am your host, Chris Ferrara, joined by... What's up? It's Devin. How sick was that intro? It's pretty good. I feel like that was pretty good. I was not expecting it. I don't know. I came in my room right, right before we were about to record, and I was like, hey, that that's kind of catchy, right? So hopefully it'll stick on. Uh, hopefully my teammates don't uh, roast me too hard for that one or uh, my mom. My mom listens to it. <laughs> Shout out to all of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, got, uh, we got a great episode for you as always. So uh, Devin, what do you want to start off with today? I mean, we might as well just get to what everyone wants to hear about Trevor's story. Yeah, exactly. Trevor Story, the man. What did he do? He had a how how did he do last game? He had a triple. Uh, K. A triple in a game versus Evoldi. Yeah, and now a triple against Nasty Nate is very hard to come by. So that's a very good sign. But when did, when does he make his debut for spring training? I don't know. He was in camp and then his wife went into labor. So <laughs> and today was his first day back. So when do the when do the Sox play again? Tomorrow they play Pittsburgh, I want to say. I don't know if okay. he's playing. All right. So maybe we'll see Trevor Story tomorrow, or what this episode will probably be yeah. up tomorrow. So we'll see Trevor Story when we see him. What'd you say? You blacked out right there. <laughs> Hopefully we see him soon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Trevor Story taking triple off Nasty Nate. And now got a lot of transactions that just recently happened. Yeah. Boston, uh, a lot of a uh, second round of cuts, and yeah. for some reason, Jaron Duran is listed as a second baseman on the transaction page. Yeah, second, said, base, second baseman Jared Duran. Option to Worcester. That's versatility is key, I guess. Yeah, when is he? He was a second, second baseman. Base. He was a second baseman, and then they moved him to the outfield because he was blocked. Oh, okay, so he played second base at Long Beach State. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, at least that's his natural position. And with the signing of Story, he's obviously not going to play second base unless Story like dies and Arroyo dies. So hopefully we don't have to see that. I would rather see yeah. him in the outfield. But oh, that one, the one um uh who who hit the sack fly? But Devers. Durant scored. Yeah, Devers. Devers, the sack fly from Devers where he scored from second. Now yeah, that's Gary- center. Had a tough inning in center. Yeah, I was literally just about to say that. He missed the one before. And then he lets Jared Durant score from second. I mean, Durant's fast, but damn, dude, you can't like catch You're it and walk. Yeah, you can't catch it and then walk 25 steps and then throw it in. And it's not even like he's like a minor league guy. He's like an established big leaguer. Do you think he just cares? Do you think some major leaguers just go brainless into spring training and just, you know, screw it? I think he forgot how many outs there were. Probably. I mean, dude, I don't know. Being on a field with a scoreboard, not knowing how many outs there are, there's no excuse for that one. Yeah, I know. Like, if the scoreboard wasn't working, okay. Okay. Yeah, but, but if, if you have a fucking scoreboard right there, like, dude, come on, man. There's nothing more annoying than when a field has doesn't have a scoreboard or, like, they have one and it doesn't work. No, you know what's even more annoying than that? The lights. Uh, the lights. Yes, dude. We literally played on a field – with no lights, we played at Wesleyan University. The field, pretty dope. Middle of the campus, it was like sick. It was, it looked like it was from the 1800s, but the dugouts didn't have roofs. It was just a bench, no lights, and our game was postponed an hour. 
So the last inning, we're up by three and nobody can see the ball. And they come back and win, which sucked. At FDE, we didn't have lights, so I know what you're talking about. You guys didn't have lights in your D1 program? Yeah, we didn't have them. Bro. And our scoreboard didn't work the whole year either. Bro. I feel like that should be like a minimal thing for D1 programs. No, not that one. Oh, my God. I mean, we I, we don't have a field. But, that, I mean, fuck it. Who cares? We're still playing ball. But no lights on a D1 field, dude. Oh, I didn't even – no one noticed, like, out of our whole freshman class, like, on our visits <clears throat> like, until we got up there. And we're all like, why don't we have lights? Like, I know. They're, 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 yeah. Oh, I got one better. We had batting cages, but no nets for the batting cages. Till like, second week of the season, like in spring. Oh, did they, like, take it down for snow or something? Yeah, but they just, like, never put them back up. That's hilarious. Because we have yeah. one batting cage at, like, our turf field. Yeah. Oh, damn, your phone's blowing up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, we have one turf cage, and they finally put it back up. But anyway, what else? What else we got? Our church had to get creative. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you see Tanner Houck on Pitching Ninja with that splitter? I have not. Did he just recently post it? It was like the other last time he pitched. I threw it on the Twitter. Let me see if I can find it and send it to you. Yeah. It was like disgusting. Well, he like, is a crusty guy. I don't and know how people like square up a ball off of him. I don't understand how people square up balls off anybody. Do you see that the text the Tennessee kid was throwing one oh, three from the and side? Boy, or- his name's Joyce or something. Yeah, they call him a volunteer fireman. Uh, I, I want every, him in Boston. I think every major league team wants that kid right now. But like, it's it's stupid, dude. All these pitchers are just getting unreal. Oh, there it is. Oh my god, dude! Like that's ridiculous. I don't know how you hit that. You don't. <laughs> you literally don't. You just you just guess. You just guess. I've hit some absurd curveballs in my life, but dude, that is unreal. Yeah. Do you ever? Do you ever? What? Oh no, I was gonna say, have you ever hit like a ball and then just been like, "How the hell did I do that?" Yeah, I got two hits off Matt Lipitor in high school, like oh in a single game, and I and was like, just all times, like, how did I do that? Yeah, no, I, that's the beauty of baseball. Like, whenever you do something so sick, you just you just don't know. Yeah. Like, dude, I was facing, like, the pro guys at Cresty, and I got, like, a, a hit off one of them. And I went like this because they were all, like, shocked. They're like, what? <laughs> like, and they thought I did the Jordan shrug. And then they got so pissed at me. I'm like, I, 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 I literally did not know how I did that. I just put – I just did this. But that, that was that was hilarious. But uh, you were saying before I cut you off ever so rudely. No, speaking of curveballs, you see Rich Hill throwing, like, 65-mile-an-hour curveballs. It's going to be effective, dude. It's going to be very effective. It's so far off speed, you can't hit it. I Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a place for it. I, I don't know. It's going to work. It's going to work. <sighs> dude, but professional hitters, man, they just don't miss with that stuff. I think I saw, like, Red Sox stats post, like, versus Rich Hill's curveballs that are 70 miles an hour and less. Like, people are hitting, like, 111 off them or something like that. That's an insane stat. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ, dude. Hey, but speaking of guys that are getting hits off guys that aren't supposed to, Marcelo Meyer taking a Nate. Yeah, I know. That was sick. That's I love crazy. how I love how Jared Carabas, whenever something happens, he just I'm, like Hein. That's it. That's hey, but Meyer looks good. Like he had one at bat in the big league camp. Like he struck out, but like whatever. His swings looked good and like he looks like he belongs. That's how I know. Yeah. How old is he again? He's like 18, right? He's like, yeah, he has to be 18. Yeah. 19. 19? Like max, because he got he got drafted at high school last year. Yeah. I remember when we drafted him. I was at your house, right? No, you're at my house when uh, they drafted York. Oh, York. Right, right, right. right. Was <laughs> yeah, we were like, confused. who is this? We're like, who, who, why, why? How is York doing anyway? Dude, York is so good. He is Dude. so good. To be a first round pick, like out of nowhere. Yeah, you gotta be. No, but like he legitimately could be like one of, he's a top 100 prospect already. I guess. It... <laughs> um. I was going to say it's like dra- drafting Tristan Cass early, but that's exactly what they did. I mean, yeah. I feel like if Cassis went to, where was he committed? UM, right? UM. But he, they had Terrell there. I don't know how that would have worked. Bro, he still would have played, man. It's Tristan Cassis. You never know with Miami. Very true. My, well, knowing him, he probably, if he, if he would have stayed, like, oh, I'm stay, I'm going to college. I'm pretty sure Vanderbilt or some other big school would have came up with Tristan Cassis. And they're like, hey. Oh, 100%, because Gavin's his brother's at Vanderbilt. Is he still there? Yeah, I saw he hit a home run like a week or two ago. Oh, damn. Good for him, man. Good yeah, for him. I know. He was speaking always nasty. Speaking of Vandy, what, what's good with Kumar Rocker? He didn't en- enroll this year. So what is he doing? That's an excellent question that I do not have the answer to. <laughs> What is Kumar Rocker doing? Yo, like, yeah, Rocker, if his medicals are as bad as the Mets were saying, there's a chance you can still get big league hitters out now. Like, you sign them and go, hey, look, you're going to be out of our bullpen for two or three years, and then after that, we'll see what happens. But that's just like you rush him to the big leagues and get value out of him now rather than like trying to develop him and be scared of ruining him if his elbow is already ruined screw it just bring him up see what he can do with it it really can't it can't get worse like it's already fucked it can't get exactly like say like hey look we're gonna put you right to triple a or the big leagues and like you perform we'll keep on renewing you but like if you don't look like there's nothing we can do you're yeah we we gave you a shot dude yeah I looked it up. It said Rocker, who was surprisingly and controversially not signed by the Mets, despite being the number 10 pick, is working out both in California and Tennessee. That's it. He's from Tennessee, so he's probably just working out with someone in Cali. Oh, he's a local boy? Yeah, he's from local Tennessee. As, local as in Vanderbilt, oh, wait, no. Tennessee. Yeah. He's from, he's from uh, Georgia. I don't know. I just remember him being on that team elite prime in high school with like him, Ethan Hankins, Ryder Green. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a Georgia boy. Yeah. Georgia boys. Yo, do you see the – it was the play with uh, Texas and Texas Tech. Guy steals home. Guy steals like, home. Yeah. Let's I, get a little – The pitcher used to be on the Banditos. No way, really. Aaron Nixon. He is nasty. Oh, my God, dude. 
That's nuts. We still need to have an episode where we talk about just how crazy 13U baseball in South Florida is. I know. We really do. That'll, that'll be like our 100th episode special or something like that. We'll, we'll, have, <laughs> we'll have all the greats on. <laughs> that, that's a plan. That's, that's a great episode. All right, what else do we have to talk about today? You see a Brian Bayo pitch? I did not at all. Yo, or he is nasty. The Phillies announcers were saying they reminded him of Pedro. Like, he was upper nines. Like, he looked good. Wow. I would not Where, be shocked at all. Where's he, he at? Is it Worcester? Uh, he was in, like, double-A last year. Let me see where they signed him. Uh, yeah, they signed him to Worcester. Okay. Makes sense. You see, we lost uh, Jenison Rosario or Jason Rosario to the Yankees. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and Kyle Tyler to the Padres. That, yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. But he I mean, like, great, he had a great Red Sox career. What was it, like 20 hours? <laughs> yeah. But like, those guys don't really like matter in the big scheme of things, you know? Um, no, I know. Yeah. I like uh, the guy that they got from the Twins, Ralph Garza. He throws like overhand and sidearm. So throw sidearm varieties like right on right matchup, and then with lefties, he comes over the top. That's a thing. I I saw a video like on a pitching ninja of him. I was just like, this is the strangest thing, but like it probably just messes with hitters so bad. So when he gets nine K's in his major league debut, you know what Jared Krabs is gonna post under that video? Heim. Heim. <laughs> Heim has like a cult following in Boston. Now he does, yeah. I mean. I would if I'm the GM of the Red Sox, you need to have a Colt falling in Boston, or else oh, you're gonna dude. get ran out so fast. <laughs> like everyone liked Dombrowski, and then uh, the narrative just flips so quick. Like I team together, and then they're like, "Wait, we have a semi bad year." Dombrowski needs to be out. I know the Red Sox are just so notorious for that, and I hope they don't do that with Core and um, Core and. Well, you know what's gonna happen? They did to Theo and Francona. It's I know. Which is absurd. Could you imagine if Francona was still here? I mean, I think Cora is really good. I do like Cora. You think he's better than Tito? I think Cora is probably better at, uh, like, talking to the players because he's almost the player's age. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, uh, Terry Francona handled that Trevor Bauer situation very well when he threw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, that was funny. Dude, what is that man going to do? He's still on administrative leave. Do you think he'll ever pitch again? Oh, yeah. He'll definitely pitch again. Yeah. If if it's not in the United States, he's definitely going to go to Japan. Oh, 100%. Dude. Doesn't he still have a star over there? Oh, yeah. Dude, they would love him. Oh, yeah. It's like reverse Shohei Otani. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you see Shohei hit a home run on the first pitch of the game? He's a curveball, like, down. The first pitch? And he was leading off first pitch curveball, hit hit a home run. I love Shohei. Oh, he's nasty. He's so I love, good. I love watching him with Trout back in the same lineup. It's unreal. With Joe Adele and Anthony Rendon. Yep. I mean, they're obviously not going to win anything because the Angels just never do. But <laughs> it would be good to see them in the ALDS and then have the Angels get their ass kicked. Because I remember, yeah. dude – it was like a streak of that when we were younger. Like it would always oh, yeah. be Red Sox Angels first round, and the Red yeah, Sox. Yeah, and then we want to play the Cardinals in the World Series. Exactly. Yeah. And Cardinals. I saw some, 
I know. Albert Pujols. Resigned Pujols. Thank God. He's, you see he's retiring after this year. He came out. I know. That's yeah, that's sad. good. That's how it should be. Yeah, him, Yachty, and Wainwright all get to go out together. Yeah, that's sick. Are they, is it all their last years? Yeah. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah. That's so sick. That's good for them. That's really cool how they, like, did that. I know. Was it? Do you think he was in on purpose, or they just kind of? No, that definitely happened on purpose. He, the Cardinals and him were probably just talking. He's like, look, I'm going to retire. I want to come back here. That's good. That's what Manny should have done. Manny. Ramirez. I don't think he would have been welcomed back. Oh, come on. Dude, it's Boston. Look how people were throwing Mookie to the curb. I would kill to see Mookie Betts in a Red Sox jersey again. Oh, I know. I honestly thought Bradley Jr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought I would be so much fun the other day. He what? Hit a home run the other day. That's shock. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Shocking. Go JVJ. But dude, honestly, the getting over the Mookie Betts part, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Yeah, because it always happens. I know, no, but I thought it would be like like getting over a breakup or something. Like that's how much I love Mookie Betts because oh, I, I I imitated his swing. Like I want to do everything like Mookie Betts, and then he just yeah. leaves the Red Sox. But like now, I think I feel more comfortable because Heim had like a plan in order. Like, yeah, re- rebuild, get everyone back, have the 2020 be the crap year. Like, which is great. Yes. Yeah. Who remembers the 2020 season? Like the Dodgers. I, I watched every game. I mean, okay, it was easy to watch every game and no one was doing anything besides when I went to your house and we would just go outside and, you know, yeah. do what you know we do. You like sad music? Huh? You know how people like sad music? Yeah. Yeah, that was like kind of like the same thing where you like, you watch it just to feel something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Martin Perez was like our best pitcher. I don't even want to talk about those days. What a time. Martin Perez was the Red Sox ace. Those are dark days. Those are dark, <laughs> dark days. Dude, speaking of aces, um, I was drafting fantasy baseball the other day, and um, Erod was way up there for some for reason. reason. I have no idea, dude. I think he's a good pitcher, but I, he's, like, very average, I feel like. Yeah, they had him over, like, almost every Red Sox pitcher. That's wild. It, yeah, I – I, I think the fantasy base we'll, we'll figure it out and if I, I feel like every fantasy baseball like stat and everything's just all weird they had trout at 14 probably because he didn't play last year but it's still yeah like, fucking trout like yeah he's gonna what go was Bellinger? oh I, I don't even remember belly was really low i mean his spring training is awful he got the golden sombrero the other day dude he i don't know i don't know how you even fix him at this point did an atomic bomb just drop or like was he on roids the mvp year um i don't know like it could, i don't know he it's like the whole chris davis thing again like the league figured him out but being that talented of a hitter shouldn't you be able to adjust maybe i couldn't tell you i get going through slumps but this Whatever. is like a year-long slump now. Yeah, like he, unless he wait, did he dislocate his shoulder the last time he was good. No, so he, he dislocated in the World Series. Then that offseason had surgery and he's fixed. 
maybe it is. Well, there has to be. Is. Because he was good. They won. They won in 2020. He was good, and then last year was terrible after yeah. the shoulder surgery. It has to be his shoulder. Maybe he can't swing like he used to. It, that's probably what it is, and he's probably trying to imitate it and try to get that feeling back when. But he can't. He can't. Because I, I know I can't – I literally can't swing from my left side after I've got my yeah. shoulders done. But I'm a righty, which I, in a way, maybe he, his left side swing is – Yeah. Maybe something is off, but – Dude, he – You got to adjust I think, your- it, I think if you're that talented and you made it that far, like you should be able to, you know – And like he's athletic it. enough to like be able to adjust him. Yeah, it's not like he's a bum. Yeah. It's not like he came out of nowhere either. Like, he's always been good. Exactly. I don't, like, he's got to figure it out. Yeah. But, I mean, doesn't matter for us. Speaking of figuring out, have you seen Jake Diekman pitch? I have not. How was he? Oh, God. Was it bad? Seriously. Let me find his uh, ERA. It's... I know the other episode, we were kind of high on him when we first got him. Yeah, like, he, he's usually really good, but, oh, my God. He's a 21.6 ER in one and two thirds innings. Uh, hold on. How do I find spring training stats? Okay. He has given up four earned runs in one and two thirds innings, four walks, uh, one home run. He's just walking the world. Yeah. So, I would usually say, like, oh, it's spring training, yada, yada, yada. But the walks. Yeah, you can't do the walks. The walks is what scares me, especially with major league pitchers, dude. Yeah. You can't have that. Damn. Hopefully he shakes that up because Diekman would be a great arm to have in the pen. I know. And they're stretching Whitlock and Darwin. Darwin's in out. Didn't Whitlock start the other day? Yeah. He's so good. Did you watch that start? I had a game. He's just so in control. Like he steps on the mound and it's just like, he just gives off this like presence. Like I am so much better than you. And you're about to walk back to the dugout. Dude. When um, I saw uh, when Vasquez hit the walk off against Toronto, yeah. Willock came in that game. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, easy. Like he, over. The, the whole stadium knew bro. Just walking out just his, like it's mound presence. It's some people have yeah. it where it's just unreal but when you don't have it it's like ah cool. that's why i almost think whitlock's more valuable in the bullpen because you can throw him for three innings like you need him to come in the seventh he could come in the seventh and still finish that game exactly and he's still going to be on yeah and i i feel like it's just a huge different mentality between being a starter and being a reliever which i mean obviously yeah. it is like you have the entire day or the entire week to know that you're starting on this day and like yeah and then really like that you don't have time to dwell on anything yeah you're just like all right get out there yeah, yeah let's go like any red sox game like the defense just looks more relaxed when whitlock is in yeah i i mean that's a real thing once a it defense, really is once a defense has a pitcher that you can trust like and the game like, tempo is quick. Like he gets, he gets the ball, gets on and goes. Yeah. Dude, my high school, our pitching staff was just unreal. So every single game going on defense where we forgot how to play defense sometimes. Cause it was just like, Oh, must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had school, now- yeah. You guys had a bunch of like 
power five guys what we had i think it ended up being like five d1 pitchers Jeez. and nelly vandy um, yeah. to stanford yeah it was it was nice being on d because we knew every time nelson would go out there it's like don't even try yeah yeah but then with a pitcher that's shaky it's kind of scary on defense yeah whitlock has thrown five innings and no runs this uh spring training with five strikeouts and is he even giving up a walk i'll see if he walks that's the best part oh no he's walked three okay i mean five innings yeah whatever whatever forget about it he's getting results and that my friend is all that matters and we are 10 days away from opening day is it 10 days, Red Sox? days away trevor story days away dude i can't wait for that series in the bronx I know. why are the yankees still ranked ahead of the red Sox on everything they do that every year but it like this year it makes legitimately Zero sense. Every year. The other years, I get it. I get it. Like, Gary Sanchez had a lot of hype over him. Stanton's, like, the best player in the world. But this year, dude, really? I know. Do you see um, Devers hit two home runs, though, the other day? That was pretty sick. Oh, of course, dude. That's that's what blows my mind is why the Red Sox are ranked always under the Yankees. Because who do they have? They don't have a Devers. They don't have a Bogarts. They have, they don't have Trevor Story. Falefa. They don't have Trevor fucking Story, bro. They got they got 500 strikeouts in their outfield. Yeah, exactly. They got Donaldson, who's 57 years old. Love him, but like he's a Yankee now, so I can't love him. You see the video of him talking to Cole and told Cole's like, "Dude, get away from me." Yeah, exactly. Like they <laughs> they have beef. They don't like each other. Like why are they always ranked so much higher? What that does to a clubhouse when you're like two star players that hate each other. That's like, that screws for the clubhouse. Yeah, I I know. I I just I really want to go to all these MLB writers and whoever makes these lists and be like, dude, what are you thinking? Like every year you make the same mistake. Don't you know that you should probably change sometime? Maybe rank the Yankees lower and they'll do a lot better. Have you they- noticed that they copy and paste the same list every year? Yeah, and they just add the World Series team a bit higher. Yeah. I'm looking at all these projections and they're saying like the Braves are going to win the world series again. Like, dude, the Braves weren't supposed to win last year and they didn't get better. They lost Freddie Freeman. Exactly. So what are these projections doing? Maybe just the MLB writers are insane or I'm insane. I don't know. I think I, my strategy has been a lot more correct than these MLB writers recently. Cause damn dude. Damn. I don't think, I think they're pretty freaking crazy. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, that's also why Barry Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame, but we'll get to that another time. That's, that's a different – that's a whole different thing. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, dude, the Yankees, man, the Yankees. Can't wait to beat them. Can't wait to beat them. I hope Can't we sweep them. Day. I hope we sweep Garrett, them. Garrett Whitlock walks off the mound, hugs Christian Vasquez, Red Sox win. You know, Cora no. loves using a former Yankee guy against New York. It's the funniest thing. It's amazing. He did it with Ottavino. And I mean, Ottavino did all right. No, last year it was Ottavino and Whitlock to close every game versus the Yankees. It's the funniest thing. It's great. It's unreal because the Yankees, they need, to, they need to change something up. 
or else they're going to keep on falling in the same hole. I've been saying that for years. Yeah. All right. What else we got to talk about today? How many followers does Livy Dunn have? Oh, let's see. Let's see the count go up. Your, your um, weekly update of Livy Dunn followers. My weekly update of Livy Dunn. Let's see. Uh, Livy. She has 5.1. That's up from last episode. That is that is up 0.1 from last episode. So um congrats, Livy Dunn. Oh, done, dude. All right. Well, all right. Well, are we done? Is that everything? I think so. All right. Well, we're gonna try to make this as weekly as we can because season's starting. We actually have stuff to talk about on like the lockout where nothing was going on. So thanks again for listening to us. As always, it's Chris Ferrara with Devin Roche and we will see you next time.